Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the amateur golfer. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we review a round at Half Moon Bay, unpack the Sony Open, and preview the LPGA Tournament of Champions and the PGA at La Quinta. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back to the Sandy Powers Podcast. I am your host, Randy Duran, joined by my co-host, Ryan Munoz. Yes, sir. Hello. Episode 50, dude. Milestone. Our 50th episode. I I forgot kind of about it. Um, Man, let's go. I know. It's crazy that we've done this 50 times now. Um, It's gotten, I I feel it's gotten easier and easier each time we do it. It's been a a real uh, joy doing this pretty much each week. Absolutely. Um, talking about the game we love. Um, had a coming off a great weekend in both uh, the game of golf and our own personal uh, games of golf. Um, got to play Half Moon Bay, the old course. Yes, um, indeed. I mean, how, want to talk about the game? Like, how, I mean, how'd you play, dude? So um, I played about where I thought I was going to play. Um, had realistic expectations. I haven't. I've played two. Uh, basically, in the last probably sixty days, I played one round of golf. With that being Harding, uh, with you guys at the end of the year, so yeah. I didn't expect to play incredibly well. I did get to the range last week and get nice. a little work in, so I felt like I had some idea. Uh, I thought I, I, I thought I struck the ball pretty well. I lot I got a little shaky towards the the middle of the round, and I, I found uh, a slew of trees. But overall, I didn't really have too many bad strikes. I lost mm-hmm. a couple balls out. Left, um, I just couldn't make too many putts. I mean, I had a lot of pars. Mm-hmm. I unfortunately had a lot of double bogeys out there. Yeah. Um, and it was all just, I think, well, A, I didn't get to roll any putts. Um, I didn't get to roll any putts prior to going out and playing. Mm-hmm. So I think that was why I struggled so much with my speed putting because I, I felt like I had some good lines on on a handful of putts. Yeah. Um, but And my short game was not uh up to my standards and that's to be expected having only played golf once in about the last 60 days leading up to that so um overall about right where i thought i would be i shot a 92 46 46 um a lot of pars a lot of doubles never played that course um and a lot of unfortunate a couple holes where i was caught up in the trees there and kind of exploded and ballooned my score up a little higher i mean off the tee a couple of times but overall i mean watching you drive the ball right now is probably the best stretch i've seen you be yeah. able to get both accuracy and distance yeah driver is still there and i did lose a couple um and i think i was trying to beef them up and mess around a little bit with what i'm doing with my my shorter clubs too mm-hmm. so um not quite leaking up into the 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 longer and, and driver swing yet, but yeah, I was pleased. Yeah, and yourself, I I thought uh, I thought you played a pretty damn good round. I thought you hit a lot of great iron shots and were really consistent through the whole round. Yeah, um, driver took a, a a few holes to get figured out. I mean, that's it's a lot better than the last time that you and I played in terms of I was just absolutely fanning it to the right. Um, I really enjoyed you stepping up to the first tee and just hitting a perfect cut on that par five. That was a really nice fucking drive. Yeah. Um, I don't think I hit a good drive until like five or six. Um, but after that, once I was started, once I was able to do that and hit some fairways or at least advance the ball without being behind a tree, because this course, uh, you know, it's called a links, it's called golf links at half moon Bay, but 
it I, plays more like your traditional golf course. The old course is more traditional. And Aside we'll, from the last two holes. Right. And we'll get we'll get into that more when we give the the course a review. Um but once I started getting the the driver figured out and I was actually hitting the shots that you know I'm trying to hit. Yeah. So like obviously I uh, I went through, this was probably the first round I've gone that I've played in six years where I didn't hook a ball into some shit. And that's because again, I'm trusting the cut like all year long. That's my, that's my motto for this entire mm-hmm. year is trust the cut and just keep trying to not hit it on the left side of the golf course. Um, so I was able to execute that. Uh, I did have that chunk on 18. That was rather embarrassing. Uh, that's probably the, my worst shot of the day was right there, I think. But you came back and hit a great shot to follow that up and made a par. Did, so did make a par. That's all that matters. I, we will be posting that terrible shot, by the way. I watched it a couple of times. It's pretty damn funny. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many people out there watching. As that, as it's, I, it's I threw ner- an absolute toupee that came out. like the It's, biggest. A, it's nerve-wracking hitting that shot in there. There's yeah. tons of people there. I um, had... I had uh, for the listeners, I had a, I think it was a pitching wedge into the green. Yeah, on you the, guys bombed drives there. Bo- absolutely bombed the drive. Got the got the drive on video, so I was feeling myself. And 18 is just a masterpiece of a hole. And I was looking, I really wanted to stick one close. And so I really tried to hit down the ball to hit it nice and flush with a bunch of spin. And uh, chunked it so, so bad <laughs> that I sent up this huge chunk of turf into uh, into the abyss and I saw all these worms in the in the dirt from that's how deep my, my divot was. So rather embarrassing, did make par. But overall, I had some bad shots. I had I had some pretty good shots. I hit a lot of greens. Um after like, you know, hole five, I hit a hit a bunch of greens. I didn't putt particularly well until uh the back nine when I started um two putting a lot more frequently than three putting. Um, yeah, you made some good putts on the back nine. Yeah. Short game was mediocre. I mean, I made some good putts myself. My short game was mm-hmm. probably where I felt like I, I I blew up the most. Yeah, I feel like and I'll... and in the trees, a couple of those the, the the trees there on the left side got me with some bad tee shots. And then... yeah, I hit a couple wedges that I hit. I thought I hit really good. I just judged the distance wrong. Hit it over the green. Put myself in shitty situations. I did that twice. But uh, did have one bird on the day, and I think I shot an eighty three. Very nice. Which was with. Uh, I think one double bogey, so I I avoided the, the the big scores. It was a pretty loose game, though, um, in terms of it was like lift clean in place for everything because yeah. the ball's plugging. Uh, we did take two off the tee because there's no driving range there, which we'll get into uh, off the first tee, um, which you didn't even I need. I did not. You did not even need. But, yeah, so overall, I would give myself a, a B plus on, on the day. Yeah, I think I'd I'd probably give myself a B minus C. Yeah. Um, nothing extraordinary, but I didn't really have very high expectations to begin with. Um, so. Low expectation rounds are the best. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And it was really fun. We got to play with Mo. Uh, Niner, it was a Niner game um, at the same time. So we had some playoff football, had some bets going. It was good. Yeah, it was a great time. It was an absolutely great time. Uh, cool. So should we get into the course review? Let's do it. So Half Moon Bay, old course, uh, Half Moon Bay Golf Links. There's two courses out there. They got the old course. They got the ocean course, both designed by Arnold Palmer. Um, we always we always rate these courses based on facilities, course conditions, and then course design and playability. 
uh, let's get into facilities. So, um, do you want to start? Or you want me to start on this one? I'll, I'll start us. You've been talking. So uh, we, we alluded to this in how we played. There's no driving range there, which is a little bit of a knock. But as many courses in the San Francisco Bay Area, mm-hmm. you know, on the coastline too, you're cramped for space. Right. So uh, you can't necessarily expect a, a driving range or, you know, the best warm-up facilities. Mm-hmm. I can't really attest to the uh, practice practice green because I didn't roll any putts on the practice green prior, um, but it looked nice. Uh, and it's it a nice like, big practice green. Well, so there was one right by the – so there's two different practice areas. There's one for the ocean course, which is – which I'll get into, and then the one for the uh, the old course is just a three-hole putting green right there by the first tee. Yeah. And uh, – I was a little disappointed that that was it for that course versus you had a chipping area, you had uh, like a, a practice green for the short game, you had bunkers, you had a huge putting green. Um, the only thing you didn't, essentially you didn't have was uh, a driving range on for the, for mm-hmm. the ocean course. So um, I was actually underwhelmed by the practice green that was for the old course right there by the first well tee. then i'm glad i kicked that to you there because i i didn't like i said i just kind of glanced at it um yeah didn't really give it too much of a go and, uh, it, and, it, and it's it's a trip too because i mean there's only three holes so like the next group can't even all sh- they, they'd have to share a hole or whatever and i mean obviously we're being nitpicky because we'll get into the actual course here um but that was a little underwhelming can't really knock them for the no driving range because plenty of elite courses uh, along the California coast don't have them either. Yeah. So just just acknowledging it. Bar and restaurant was uh, was huge. the the bar The bar was not open or the restaurant was open for breakfast, um, but the pro shop was dope as fuck. Huge. Uh, yeah, great pro shop. Bathrooms on course, tons of them. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Aside from lack of a driving range, and then I didn't. Again, I can't shed too much light on the the, the practice green, but yeah. Overall, I mean, they're they're what you would expect from a, a nice course, right? Um. Yeah. For so I mean that's all I really had for facilities. Um. What'd you think of the shape? Uh, dude, I thought the course was in great shape. It's obviously it, it's it's soft. All the courses in California yeah. right now are soft, or at least Northern California. Um, but it wasn't that soft. Like maybe no. one or two balls plugged, and that was really it. If you I were running in the fairway, white shoes and white pants on. Yeah, I was pretty clean. Yeah, uh, through the whole round, there was a couple parts that were a little bit muddy. Yeah, uh, but for the amount of rain that we've got here, and then for where they're at in Half Moon Bay, it's very right. damp and always got the marine layers. So I, I, I thought it was yeah. Tee boxes were awesome. They have an not army all, of guys working on that course 24-7. Not too. all chunked up. Uh, right. The only bunker I found was in good shape. Right. The greens were a little slow, but overall they were pretty fair and, and, and receptive. Um, yep. So, yeah, I thought the course was in great shape. Fairway was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree on all that. The one bunker I did find uh, was a little hard, but... I mean, I saw you guys hit out of bunkers all day, and they were fluffy. So I could just, I just could have got a bad one. Um, greens were great. They were very, I mean, for the most part, easy. They weren't too, they weren't fast, but uh, they held. They really held. They rolled true. Nobody hit a shot that bounced off the green if, if it hit the green first. Really, no. Um, 
yeah, I, I would have to say the greens are in great shape. Tee boxes were were flawless. I thought um, everything was well manicured. The waters beautiful. The water lines were all beautiful. Looked really good. Uh, yeah, just the area. You know, you go. You're. It's as we kind of mentioned that whole area back there. You're not along the ocean side, right. but you're it's, it's very nice. There's some sweet houses. It's still beautiful and green. Um, so yeah. Excellently manicured, I would say. I um, would I would be I'm very inclined to agree with you there. I mean I think I think it like it's like in between is it's just like one notch lower than how like Pebble Beach Resorts keeps their, their yeah. shit. You but know but otherwise, I mean? I mean, dude, it was there was never a point where I was pissed off like because of we got the, a, the course. You and know, we got an incredible as, day out there too. It was so uh it was there's was no wind, sunshine all day, uh relatively warm, didn't need uh multiple layers. And uh, I think that really did probably help with with how the course was yeah. uh, was looking that day. But otherwise, I mean, it was it was pretty damn good. If it was in summer, I wonder how it would play. Would it play more linksy? Because this course, I feel, and we'll get into. I guess we can get to the design and playability. This course, I feel, is not a true links course. Uh, uh, the last hole resembles a links course. Is more linksy. But, you know, there's a lot of trees, a lot of water hazards. Yeah. You know. You know no, it's more traditional American golf. Right. I, w- I would totally say. Um, I totally agree. There is some uh, elevated greens that you hit into. Like, they're more like like the dome shape or like the, the you know. You're never out and back on, uh, you know, a two-hole stretch, right? Coming mm-hmm. down six and then coming back nine a couple holes later. Right. Um, yeah. But – uh, what did you think overall of the, I mean, it's a tra- traditional design, but what do right. you think overall of I, the playability? And I thought it was great. But it, it's for, in terms of playability, all, I think all handicaps can go out there and play. I think, uh, yeah, plenty of tees. Mm-hmm. I think that course, uh, like a, a scratch golfer would probably go tear it up. Uh, I love how there's several holes that have like you know, severe dog legs. Yeah. They make you think your way around the course a little bit. You can go for it and be aggressive or you can go ahead and play a more conservative shot and you're still going to be having a chance to score. Yeah. It's not overly long. There's some long holes. The par Mm -hmm. threes are a little longer, but that they're not, they're, they're not like crazy undoable. Um, I'm sure they can be with a little more wind, but yes. that's course. That course strikes me as probably pretty protected from some of the wind because of the trees too. It goes in; it's surrounded by the houses and the trees. Yeah, right. Um, <clears throat> but like you said, I, I agreed. Uh, I love the mix of kind of some straightaway holes. There's a couple dog legs, and they're not all dog legged off to the right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple the dog leg hard left too. Right. Um, yeah, water traps around is is fun. I, I and I agree. I think someone that's really skilled is going to probably tear it up, but I think it's great for all people to go out. Yeah, completely agree. Um, in in comparison to like as we're finishing up, like you just look at the ocean course, and I'm not trying to uh, devalue the old course, but the ocean course looks like I mean a page out of uh saint andrews when you look at it like yeah it's incredible i can't wait to get on that one and, and give it a now review. that is true links because yes. i walked along there yesterday not a single tree and it's, there's no trees there's deep bunkers and it, it, it's all out and back um mm. so yeah that that course looks great i mean the the eight, 17 and 18 you feel them 18 with how you go into the the hotel 
gives you a, a little St. Andrews vibe as well yeah. on the, the old course. Yep. The the finishing hole is uh, probably one of the top five holes I've ever played. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. It's incredible. It's pretty goddamn sweet. It finishes right at the, the Ritz-Carlton. You know, you have uh, a gallery of people up there, some awake, some asleep. Some snoozing hard. Um, and it's a – essentially, it's a hole where it, it it's downhill – um, from a elevated tee box with the you have the Pacific Ocean on the right with with waves just absolutely crashing into the into the surf and into the cliffs um, and you can see for a really long distance and it's one of those fairways that's broken into two so it has like your drive and then it has a little bit of a hazard in little between, hazard up front and then you hit your approach shot and it's just it's just incredible um, well done by by Arnold and designing that one absolutely it, i mean like i said it reminds me of st andrews reminds me of uh of pebbles holes i mean pebbles pebble just has yeah, 10 the of ocean them. course too just walking or i didn't play the ocean course but just walking along there um it it, it definitely gave me some pebble feels mm-hmm. so with all that said the moment we've all been waiting for what are you thinking on your the first mckenzie the first 2022 mckenzie i'm going to give Half Moon Bay Golf Links, the old course. I'm going to give it a 4.35. Ooh. I like it. I like it. That's so funny. Um, I'm going to have to give it a 4.39. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Nice. Because, I, I mean, thank God we have these tracked and we're looking at some of these. And so that's really how I base my score is like, okay, is it better than this one? Yeah. Is it not as good as this one? And just looking through at, through all these scores, I can't quite give it a Spanish Bay. I can't that's, give it. A, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was. I I could go. I could give it a pasta. I got pasta at four point four, mm-hmm. four or five modified. So I I could give it. I could give it a pasta. Four four. Um. But yeah, I mean, it, it's a great course yeah. regardless. Um. The price points, I think, pretty pretty fair for the entire experience. Yeah, it gives you um, it gives you a cart and everything. Yeah, it comes with it. Yeah, I think that's crazy. Point four, that, that's as good as our our sunny same page. Yeah, our, our sunny side review, which we're both a four zero. We got a couple here: Tory Pines three nine four. Yeah, Bodega. Always <laughs> oh, pretty close. Yeah, um, but I mean, we're two amateur golfers, so we probably have the same kind of gripes and exactly pluses on golf courses. Well. Should we stop talking about amateur golfers and get into professional golfers? Yeah. Dope. Uh, Sony Open. Holy shit, dude. Um, maybe you were just a year early on Hideki because he's come out of the gate and been killing it. Everything you said last year about him in, in uh, on the islands? On the islands. <laughs> um, I mean, Jesus. You said it about uh, – and you said, you said it last year about the Hawaiian uh, little swing and then the Florida – yeah, he would tear it up, and so, um, again, I mean, obviously he won, he won on a playoff hole, uh, that three wood he hit, um, to get an eagle on that on that par five on eighteen was absolutely yep. incredible shot, all time shot. He didn't even get to see it, um, because it was directly into the sun. But yeah, it was, I mean, a great finish, great finish, good finish, good drama, right? Not, I mean. Not that it's tough to go from the field we had the week before to this field a little bit, but mm-hmm. there was still plenty of big names out there. Um, yeah. And 
I mean, I didn't watch too much of it. I caught mostly highlights yesterday, mm-hmm. um, catching up because we were playing on Sunday and then we had a playoff game and, yeah. you know, uh, gals with us and everything. So, right. uh, hella bitches. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, so we were occupied, but, um, yeah, it, it looked like a good tournament. I'm glad, I'm very happy for Hideki. I put a first round leader bet in on him, mm-hmm. uh, which I and I had intended to. I just kind of forgot about it. I was going to live bet him for the rest of the tournament because he played great on the first round. He had one double that kind of killed his momentum and chance at it. But yeah, I could see that he was still, you know, he he was definitely going to be up there. So um, I wish I would have done that. I didn't. But congrats to him. Uh, I'd imagine now he'll take some time off and then get ready for the Florida swing. I don't think. He- or well, is he playing this week? Well, there's uh, they have the Safeway, or what? What is? Well, no, what is it at Torrey Pines? They have Torrey Pines not this week. This week is La Quinta. This week's Next week La Quinta. is Torrey Pines, and then uh, the AT and T, right? Yeah, and then Scottsdale, and then Scottsdale, I think, and then the Florida. Then out to Florida, yeah, something along those lines. Um, dude, Furick with the sixty-two on Thursday was pretty fucking sweet. To see uh, Kevin Na matching, yeah, besting that, and then uh, burying that guy on Twitter as yes. well. Oh my god! Awesome. So he came out on fire through the first ten holes. <laughs> Kevin Na came out just like, okay, like calm down, dude. Holy shit! Uh, looked like he was ready to go defend his title. Um, incredible Thursday for him. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I was big on Cam Smith going back to back after how well he played uh, going thirty four under at Kapalua, but this course was no Kapalua. Um, it was incredible shape. It wasn't, it wasn't slow. Um, it wasn't lift clean in place for half the tournament. So, yeah. and they still shot what the winning score is 23 under. So they still shredded it, still shredded it up. Uh, yeah. Cam Smith struggled on Thursday and Friday. We, um, his bogey free streak came to an end at 63 holes, which is incredibly impressive. He just kept struggling driving the ball. He kept putting himself in shitty situations off the tee. Been there. But yep. uh, if you're trying to win the tournament, um, yeah, I was big on him going back to back, and that was not not the case. You can't you can't be draining putts for the the the, the putter wasn't draining uh Eagle and Birdie putts. It was it was bogeys, bogeys and, dubs. and par saves. So um we don't even need to get to my bets until later, which is an atrocity. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I thought Russell Henley uh, played well. He didn't down the stretch. He didn't blow it. Nope. Hideki just went out there and won yeah, it. Yeah, made some shots. Henley. One thing I I did see is that uh, he's one for six with a fifty four hole lead. Oof. And you know, you could look at that as like you know, oh, you're you, you choked or you can't finish or whatever. Like, look, golf's just it's hard to win a golf tournament, man. Look at you can shoot thirty four under and win it and win in a field of, of of absolute killers one week like Cam Smith and then miss the fucking cut yeah. the next week. That's tough. He uh he's been in position to win a tournament six times, is how I see that. And, I uh and he's won once. So Yeah, I, I I like Henley this week. I mean Jack Jack uh Nicholas has a ton of second place finishes on his on his record. Um Still, it's still solid on the pocketbook. Yeah, you gotta, you just gotta <clears throat> keep putting yourself in that position, and eventually things will start to fall your way. So, um, no disrespect to him at all. 
good tournament. It was it was fun. I, I when I watched the replay yesterday of of the of the finish, I mean, it was it was just good. It was really entertaining, really fun. Kept you in it the entire time. Yeah. What else do you want? Well, good for Hideki. Yeah, yeah. You have anything else on Sony? Uh, I do not. No, I wish I, I wish I would have watched more of it. Yeah, it was, quite it honestly. Was but um, you know, that is the nature of golf in, in January. Um, La Quinta coming up. Yes, indeed. So it didn't get played last year, right? They didn't have. Did they, they? They not play it last year. They did play it. Was it just not the three? It just wasn't all three courses. Gotcha. It was just the PGA. Uh, the uh, PGA. West courses, gotcha, and or so whatever the hell it is, and I didn't even know this. So it's it's played on the PGA West, La Quinta, and Country then, Club, yes, and then the Nicholas Tournament course, yeah. And so are these closely located? Like, yeah, how, it's how, all how in determine? like it's all in like Palm Springs, right? So, um, like how like so Friday? How does this work? It's it's similar. I believe it's similar. I was trying to look this up. I, it, I believe they do it like. Uh, like like the AT and T where okay. you're on Spyglass, uh, MPCC or Pebble. Okay. And then for the final round, they go to the Pete Dye course, the okay. stadium course. Okay. PGA West. Uh, defending champion Siwoo Kim. Um, and this is yeah, you have here the first tourney of the West Coast Swing. The field's pretty pretty dope. Uh, it's got a lot of lot of killers in it, and it's a big one too, right? Yeah. Um, there's no, we have no JT, no D, uh, no DJ, no Spieth, no Kepka, but but you got John Rahm, yep. who's a defending champion there. Uh, no or more not defending, but a uh, a previous champion, and no more Akawa either, I think. But you have um, Rahm. What in? Is, I don't even know if Deshambo is in there. But you got you got you got guys like uh, Rahm, Phil, Phil always plays there. Yep, Tony Finau, uh, no Hat Pat. Oh, that's right, Cantley. Uh, I was looking when I had put my bets down here earlier. Rom, Finau, Phil. Where the hell is it? Oh, American Express. Scotty Scheffler, Sanjay M, Matt Wolf, Ricky, Willie Z. Yeah. Carlos Ortiz. Yeah. Cuzzo Sebastian, Sebastian Munoz, Jay Day, HV3 out there. A lot of guys making their first. Uh, Little Brian Harmon. Their debut. The yeah, 20. debut on the season yep. as well. What else we got? Chesco in the field. Yeah, I hadn't seen him in a minute. But yeah, so I mean, obviously the the, the fields are going to keep getting ZJ. stronger. They're going to keep getting stronger. Um, Yeah, I mean... I'm ex- I'm excited to watch to to watch this just because I I really only when I think about this tournament I mainly think about the uh the PGA West the Stadium Course yeah it's got the little the little island green mm-hmm. um yeah I mean to be honest I don't think I've watched this tournament too much during the weekdays I'll catch what it a, on Sunday yeah exactly but what a trio of 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 designers you of got the, yeah you got pete die bobby jones and, and jack yeah and la quinta's an old country club so you know you got an old school course in there with mm-hmm. a couple of new school ones yeah uh i look forward to, to watching it actually catching a little bit in between playoff football and etc every jack course i feel i've played hasn't been incredibly difficult i feel that they it, it, it has like a couple long like super long holes 
Um, well, you know, they're all typically at like a resort or something too. I was just right? going to say. So it yields to trying to have a, more of a good time than two going of, out there and just getting punished. Yeah. T- uh, so Coyote Creek is one that I've played. And then uh, Royal Blue. Um, I think and, the tournament and, course and, and on Bahamas, Coyote Creek is probably a little bit and, more challenging. Oh, that's right. We didn't even play the tournament course. Yeah. We played the child child's course. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the other one was uh, Cabo del Sol, and those those are all pretty much resort courses. Yeah, I've done uh, Caviera and Cabo, and then whatever the hell was in Puerto Vallarta that we played. And those are Puerto Jack, Jacks. Yeah. Damn, that must be just awesome. Just to the fly PD to beautiful one was places cool, and design but it wasn't that challenging, like you said. It yeah, just, but it was out in the jungle, so it was cool. Dope. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm really thinking that, uh, it's going to be a really fun tournament to watch the guys who I'm thinking that might, you know, rise to the, to the top or some of these dudes making their debuts. Yeah. The youngsters. Yeah. Fairy kiddos. Yeah. I think it's going to be, um, it's going to be interesting to see who, who jumps out in front first and then however, however it finishes. I really like, uh. A few, oh, actually, we'll get into our picks here, but we got the LPGA up next. So there are a few guys I got my eye on that I think will act, that'll uh, compete this week. All right, all right, as as do I. Uh, but we'll see. It's three courses, so it's tough to kind of bet on. But we'll get into that in a moment. Yeah. Do you want to get into LPGA? Yeah, dude. So we got first LPGA tournament of the season, uh, like the gents do. LPGA tournament of champions. Uh, it's in Orlando, and this is a new course from where it's been previously. Lake Nona Golf and Country Club. Uh, I didn't really look up all the specs on it, mm-hmm. but uh, this is this is fun on TV to watch because it's it's uh, it's a pro am style. So the pro am runs like normal Stableford or mm-hmm. modified Stableford type scoring. They got all the same like you know pro am Marty Fish, all the old hockey players. Uh, What's what's our dude's name? I don't want to. I don't want to typecast him. Carlton. <laughs> oh God, uh, Alfonso. Alfonso Ribeiro. It's uh, not fair, but yes, that's how you remembered. <laughs> and uh, so it's all that crew out there playing, having a good time with the LPGA gals, and they obviously are playing just regular stroke play. Nice. Uh, Jess Corda won last year. I think she beat Daniel King in a playoff. Start the season off. Then she, I think she went back to back. But dude, it should be sick. We got some good, good names in the field. It's not all uh, previous winners on tour last year because they had the modified season. So okay. we got okay. uh, probably the biggest name, most notable, being Michelle Wee West out there. Nice. Um, that's great. I believe Annika's playing in the pro am too. So it's great oh, to have fucking some big names like that and, and mm-hmm. attract more attention. But you got the Cordas, MB Park, Daniel King. Brooke Henderson, Nasa, Patty T, Yuka Sasso, all you know, everyone that kicked ass, Matilda Castron who kicked ass coming down the stretch last year. So should be a good field. Star power there. I'm a little bummed that um Jin Young Ko's not in the field, but uh that's all right. I think she'll she'll be she'll be obviously be around for most of the season. So I am looking forward to that as well, my friend. Dope. Uh that sounds incredible. I mean, considering that Everybody uh, in in the women's game pretty much is playing it. That's that's very different than the pro am that we're going to be working in terms of the field. You yes, know what I mean, yeah. 
I think there's probably only a handful of 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 star golfers that play in the AT&T Pro-Am versus this, where all the ladies are out there. Um, did you put any money on it? Should we get into gambling? Let's get into gambling. So so while we're on LPGA, I got three picks. They still don't have top tens for us, which I expected because they've probably got to wait till all the advanced stats come out. But Is that shit going to be done this year or next year? I would think probably next year. Okay. They want to keep – because it's still like caddy ran keeping all the statistics. Okay. Um, whereas like Damn, the PGA really? – I know it's crazy, right? And the PGA has like fucking – so much money. Salesforce data analytics yeah. going into it. And, and like, um, but uh, anyways, picks. I like Lydia Ko up there as a favorite at plus 400. Um, and then these last two picks. I, I, Are I these like. top tens? No, to win. Ooh, to win. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Patty T and, and Yuka Sasso, plus 1,200, plus 1,800. Oh, um if those girls come out or on, I mean, they just they 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 hit the way they hit the ball, and they have so much distance. Um, I feel like they can shred a a Florida course at this time of year. Excellent. Um, and then how did your bets do last week? All right, so I I did have a winner, which I needed big time. Um, because I was losing every other bet that I was making, so I had Matt Kuchar. <laughs> Cash in top ten. I think he got in there with a seventh finish mm-hmm. uh, at plus seven hundred. So kudos to you, Cooch. Corey Connors just missed the top ten. He was eleventh, um, and then I had Charles Howe, who uh, I think finished tied for thirty ninth or something like that. Um, so won some cash on Coocher. I uh, like I said earlier, I took Hideki on on the first round leader. Yeah, and I almost live bet him. I just forgot on Thursday, um, which I definitely should have. But um, I like doing that first round leader. It's fun. I was very close to betting Kevin not to, which was kicking myself. But. <laughs> oh well. Um, but yeah, it was, you think it you're was, gonna? You think you're gonna ride Hideki now down the stretch? I'll the wait till. I'll wait. Here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give him some love in the Florida swing again. Um, I think winning. I think he's got so much more confidence from winning the Masters mm-hmm. and playing so well in the Olympics. Even though he, he got, what did he get? Bronze? Um, I don't. Th- or did he lose out on the bronze? I think he might have lost out in that playoff. There was too many fucking. There was too many playoffs. Right. There was the playoff for the gold, and then there was we like fucking a, know this. A, there was like a fifteen-person playoff. Well, dude, there was two playoffs. Yeah. With, with all the same guys in it too. Um. But yeah, so so that that was nice to have some 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 cashers there. Yes, yeah, CT uh, Pan got bronze. That's right. Sabatini got the silver. That's right. As as a Czechoslovakian. Yep. Um, and your bets not too not too hot last week. Uh, all three of my bets. Let's let's say their names out loud so I can purge them from my memory. But uh, Brendan Steele plus six fifty, Matt Jones. Plus four fifty and Cam Smith to win at plus one thousand all missed the cut and we can just go ahead and leave it at that. All right, who do you who do you like coming forward here down and uh, in, in La Quinta? So um, top tens. I'm only doing top tens this week. I got uh, Patrick Cantlay, obviously one of the the big favorites. I just don't see him not top tenning. Yep. So plus tw- one twenty five for that. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, who I'm big on this year, I figure, hey, here's my opportunity to bet on him uh, to start 2022. So yep. might as Get well his start first now. Win. 
220 at plus 225 and I guess my somewhat long shot is Matt Wolf I said last year that I was expecting big things from him he was ranked uh, I think in the top 10 in the world at at one point uh, in the year before and then obviously he went through injury and a little bit of mental health issues which it seems he's turned the corner on all, on both fronts on those um, and so I, I expect big things from him and uh, I don't see his game regressing so I'm just going to go ahead and start, you know, with him this year too. Very nice. Very nice. Um, and yourself for this week. All right. So uh, top tens. I've got a guy we talked about. Well, I'll go first just in order of favorites. So I got the Gooch, Gooch man, Taylor Gooch at plus 300. He, I love when his name's up on the, on the yeah, leaderboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he's been playing. He was playing well to end last season, mm-hmm. um, so I just expect him to pick right back up where he left off. And he, I don't believe, has he won or did he win last season? He came close to it um, uh, multiple times. Did he play in the century? He didn't play in the century, so mm-hmm. he didn't win. No. Um, so I, I think he gets gets that W and comes and finishes. Um, so I got him to to top ten and to win at plus oh, twenty five hundred. Yeah. Uh, then another guy that we were just chatting about, um, Russell Henley, uh, at plus three seventy five, and I like him to win as well. Even though you said he's one and six with the uh, fifty four hole lead, that's a fifty four hole lead. But I mean, but, keep putting yourself. Yeah, you got to lead yourself in a in a position to, w- yeah. to win the tournament too. So uh, you know, uh, but that's plus thirty three hundred. And then long shot top ten guy that top ten this last week and. Uh, I like him because he he was very personable when we were out at uh, Silverado. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Adam Svensson at plus nine hundred. Um, him and his caddy were hella cool out there at Silverado when they were like rough out out outside the ropes. So, um, and he, he I think he finished like fourth or fifth this last weekend. So he got a top ten. Nice. Um, Corn Ferry graduate, right? A hungry youngster out there. So I, I like I like all that juice coming in or steam coming in behind him. Excellent. Yeah. Bounce back performance after a quote unquote rough loss or whatever. Um, I like the the thinking behind that. Um, should we get into up and down? Sure. All right, man. We're going to wrap our 50th episode. Crazy. Um, okay. So uh, I do want to start this one. Go for it. Up. The San Francisco 49ers are up. They're up. They're up. What a fucking last couple weeks being a 49er fan. I know that this is a golf podcast, but holy shit. Um, I don't think I have a healthy enough heart to watch the 49ers through the rest of this playoff run. Um, it's absolute torture watching those guys. Yeah. But they, they did win. Um, it means a lot that they beat the fucking Cowboys just because uh, – you know, when I was a kid, when we were both kids, that That's was that was the rivalry. the rivalry in the NFC for sure, and in the NFL. But um, yeah, and I think if you're not a Cowboys fan, and I think any, everyone can empathize with that, it, it's just great to see the Cowboys lose. Yes, yes. So, uh, <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people rooting for the Niners uh, on Sunday, which was great. Um, and then the the other up is, uh, you know, I'm sticking with uh, the improvements I've tried to make with my swing. And I feel like I'm really starting to uh, see the benefits of that. So um, my attitude is also up going forward with my golf game. Nice. Um, do you want to you want to do your up? Sure. Or, okay. Uh, mine's pretty brief. I, I was just going off what you just said. Attitude. Uh, I was pleased with my attitude and my expectations and managing expectations this weekend. I didn't really expect to play 
that well. Um, you can't think that you're going to go play a you know nice course and challenging course like that, mm-hmm. um, having not chipped and stuff in the past basically two months. So yeah. um, I had low expectations. I still had a blast. Um, so that's what it's all about. At the yeah. end of the day, I'm not a golfer because I want to be a pro golfer. Um, Cause that it's all about having sale. Right? Yeah. It's all yeah. about having fun and enjoying yourself. And yes, I think a big part of that, that most, a lot of amateurs can learn from is managing your expectations. If, yes. you're, if you're playing that intermittently, which I don't normally do over the last year, mm-hmm. I, I haven't done that as much, but you can't expect to go out there and just shoot in, in, in the mid eighties. Right. Unless you're like a, you know, you were once like a single digit handicap or something, you know, and right. you've gotten older for whatever reason, don't play that much. But mm-hmm. if you know, I you stink, you got to get out there and play. Cause yes. you know, I mean, I, I thought I struck the ball. Well, I just, I, I had a couple holes where I had a couple missed two chips on a hole, which is always going to kill you and leave you most likely getting a double bogey. Mm-hmm. And then I had just a couple bad, bad positions where I gave myself a double, um, getting caught in the trees. And that's how you end up. In the low 90s. But yep. uh, no, it was right where I expected to be. So, Right on. Um, down. What, what's down? Hmm. Uh, my, my, my chipping game, briefly. Mm-hmm. But I'm not too worried about that. Like I just said, um, I, I think that's, that's usually a pretty strong part of my game. Um, and then uh, that's really it. Maybe down on the PGA, maybe they, I feel like they should have put even contesting with the NFL because that game fucking stunk anyways. Yeah. But they should have taken the opportunity to finish on Monday versus Sunday. Yeah. Um, one game versus being sandwiched in between three games all day. You'd, you know, it was hard. You'd, you'd, you'd lead up if, if I had golf on on Monday yesterday, you know, at, at three or four when when that tournament's still going on down to crunch time, mm-hmm. I would have definitely watched that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, competing. We were at a golf course, and there were all the TVs, and there were football. Yeah. Not a single one had um, the tournament on. Uh, for down for myself, I would, I'm gonna have to say my fucking golf bets lately have stunk, dude. I don't think I've hit. I haven't hit a single one. Yeah. After, and after whiffing all three players missing the cut last week, um, I needed. I took a step back. Actually, did a little bit more research on on my picks. Um, instead of just throwing, you know, darts at a board. Well, dude, golf betting is hard. Betting's hard. My, I mean, I, that should be my my true down is myself. I, 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 <laughs> fuck. Um, that's all right though. That's all right. There's a, coming off a hot streak, so. Yeah. But it, dude, betting's hard, and uh, golf betting's hard. Again, manage your expectations. Yes. Um, I mean, especially with like this week, dude. Three courses to 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 mix in on top of, you know, mm-hmm. how many guys are in the tournament and, and stuff. It's, you know, just look at how hard it is to win the tournament for a guy like, like, like Russell Henley, like you said. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's tough. It's tough. Um, Any um, other downs? No, that's, that's it. That's it. Well, sweet. Um, we'll be back for 51. I know we got 51 next week. Um, we, I guess we can, we'll do a little, preview of the AT&T Pro-Am, which will be working very, very soon here. Yep. Uh, I got a lesson this week with Coach Dylan. Very nice. Uh, Dylan Smith Dylan Smith Golf. Um, no rounds planned, but I will be uh, practicing 
I have been looking to see if there's any times available around here, but do you have any plans to play or to practice? I don't have any plans to play. Uh, I got to work most of the day Saturday, so that kind of throws it out. I won't be done till two, but uh, I do plan to practice, whether it be Saturday, and I want to get mm-hmm. in. I'm gonna I'm gonna chip for a little bit after the weekend. Word uh, again, not like I did terrible chipping, but I know I'm better than that. So right on. Uh, excited then to recap. Um, the American Express, see how our bets hit next week. Um, hopefully, uh, well, actually, the 49ers play on Saturday, so I'll be able to catch the how that how that tournament wraps up. So that'll be awesome. Um, but yeah, dude. Hell yeah, bro. Great, great 50 episodes so far. 50 deep. And uh, we'll see everybody next week for 51. That does it for this episode of the Sandy Pars Podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast content. Join us next week to recap the LPGA and PGA, discuss a recent lesson with Dylan Smith Golf, and much, much more. Lastly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at SandyParsGolf and visit our website, SandyPars.com, for a full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer, Ryan Thiessen, and until next time, hit him straight.